I'm going to start it. Oh, you did it. You did it. Yeah, I told you you could. I was going to say, whoa, but guys, more like, oh. Oh, this is an episode that begins with a climax. Am I right? <laughs> we're going to talk about the regular episode. Then we're going to segue into the women tell all. It'll be seamless, seamless transition from the first episode into the women tell all. Yeah. And that was a long, that was a lot of television. It was a lot of Bachelor. Yeah. Gang, we do this for a living. I mean, we don't make (laughs) actual money. It actually uh, wasn't a lot. I felt like we were preparing ourselves to have to divide the podcast into two nights. Surprisingly little quantity there. That's what happens when half your Women Tell All special is stuff we've literally already seen. Yeah. Let's take a walk down memory lane. And it's funny because... Part of me was like, man, why are they showing us this? We just saw it. But also, some of that early stuff felt like it happened six months ago. Like, that's how long we've been on this journey with Nick. <laughs> how long have we been on this? <laughs> it's been years. It's like Nick has always been on The Bachelor. Uh, but I guess we should start at the beginning. It's a very good place to start. Let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. When you're learning how to read, you use one, two, A, B, C. I thought you would like that Do sound of music. Do, re, mi. Fa, ti, do. Is that right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fa, la, la. You, sir, are no Captain Von Trapp. I've been told. In every way, I've been told. My number one celebrity crush. You well, and the captain. My number one fiction. Fictional character. Fictional character. Yeah. He would accept his invitation to the fantasy suite. Is that right? whistle on me? <laughs> Get me right in line. <laughs> Baby. Who's your number one fictional character? Ooh, good question. Scarlett Johansson. That's not a fictional I know, character. But that's the yeah. joke. <laughs> Marge um, Simpson. No, not with the hair. Uh, ooh, I'm gonna have to think about it, gang. All right, think about it. All right, we'll I'll come think back it over. It. Okay. Uh, okay, um, so we Raven. Start with Raven. Quite pleased. Yeah, she says yeah. Nick is really good at what he does. That's so. not what I've read. <laughs> what? Isn't that in Andy's book that he wasn't that good in bed? Oh, I don't know. Was it? I thought that. I thought you told no, me that. So now maybe. you're spreading libel about Nick. <laughs> We're gonna get sued. <laughs> Yeah. By Nick and Russia. And and Andy, the whole gang. Uh, um, I don't, I mean, well, this goes back to a point that we've made, which is that we need to start a bachelor, bachelorette book club. Yeah. Yeah. That's the next step for this. We can that's do the obvious next step. Obviously. A guided discussions every yeah. week. Maybe, maybe some homework. Oh yeah. Some discussion uh, questions. Discussion sets. forum. Online, everyone has to respond to at least three other posts. Well, perhaps it didn't take much to make Raven sing his praises. Could be. I mean, be. she's only slept with one other person. Right, and it doesn't sound like it went all that well. With so. him. With yeah, Nick, with... she says she's pretty satisfied today. Then we get a montage, the likes of which... I don't think I've ever seen I don't ever show. see. I My notes are, what the actual fuck... <laughs> That's my note. Why do I have in my notes, quote, like a daisy? Do you know what that means? No, I don't. I don't know Some what that sort means of sexual, either. was she looking at like a Georgia O'Keeffe painting? Maybe so, yeah. Yeah, she was looking at a Georgia O'Keeffe painting of a daisy. Of a daisy. Ryan. That's what Georgia O'Keeffe painted. Yeah. Daisies. Yeah. Yes. 
in in Finland. They have a huge Georgia Ladies, O'Keefe collection. I in hear Finland. that the female vagina. Looks <laughs> it's daisy. something like a daisy, either a daisy or a tulip. Can somebody confirm that for me? <laughs> the rumors I've heard are that it's similar to a sunflower. Um, I think maybe it was the song. Although in my head, she's definitely dancing to the Brady Bunch's "Sunshine Day." Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody's smiling. Sunshine Day. Everybody's laughing. She is ducking in and out of roses. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't remember. We have to go back and review she's the tape. She's kissing animals. Yes, she's high fiving people. She's making snow angels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she gives that one guy a high five. She pets sure. a dog. She makes a snow angel. She goes sledding down a big hill. Yeah. Why don't you respond like this uh, in the morning after we make you know love? Why, buddy. You know why. <laughs> I'm not very good at what I do. <laughs> you are not pretty satisfied. You're Andy Nick, not Raven. <laughs> not Nick. Raven Nick. Well, he's beefed up his skills. So move on to Rachel. Sure, on to Rachel. All right, Rachel is excited to be in Finland. She has no idea what cross country skiing is. Thus. They cross-country ski. Yes, she is not very good at it. Um, they feed some reindeer. She's never seen a reindeer. They go to a person. reindeer safari. Um, Rachel, where have you been living? We <laughs> What's saw the rain- deal? I've seen reindeer at least five times. I've right? seen reindeer like every day. Although, do you... <laughs> <laughs> Look, One I saw a reindeer this morning. I, saw, I, I actually ride to work on a reindeer. Yeah, in Alabama. Um, do you remember when we saw those reindeer in Pennsylvania and I didn't know if they were real or not? I did. Yeah. Yes, I do. If you thought maybe they were fictional creatures. Yeah. Yes. It's right up there with how I can never remember if Thomas Jefferson was a president <laughs> or Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin is a hard no, guys. Right? <laughs> that ben, yeah, hard no on Ben Franklin. He invented the light bulb? No. <laughs> he flew the kite with the lightning. So the... Yeah, so lights and that. Yeah, electricity. He had that whole thing going on. Yeah. But not, because guys, I know you all at home are confused, not a president. Not a president, as it turns out. Thomas Jefferson, yes, he was. President. Yeah. See, you're not confused at all. (laughs) Reindeer aren't real, or reindeer are real. (laughs) Whoops, now I'm getting confused. Oh, oh, that's a faux pas. That's a faux pas. (laughs) We're going to have to edit that out. Um, (laughs) Me being stupid? Yeah, probably. Rachel is uh, scared, not just because they're at a reindeer safari, but also because she isn't sure whether or not to guard her heart. It's dark time. Or to be wide open. It's a fantasy suite, Rachel. You gotta be wide open. Ooh, I've been told by a few people that my semen jokes last week were over <laughs> the line, so I'm gonna try to watch myself. I'm sorry, Sarah. About my joke. I know that your delicate I'm ears sorry, were offended. <laughs> Um, Nick gets what I think is a pretty great joke when Rachel, um, she says she's scared, but Nick says what he likes about their relationship is that they can always go back to places where they can talk each other through it. He mm-hmm. mentions the volleyball day. I like that he gives her, her shit about that. Yeah, he's like, yes. he went kind of crazy. Um, and then Rachel says that that's really rare. And Nick says, I might be white, but I'm still a minority. Oof. Uh, good yeah. one. What are you talking about?
I mean, know. it's That's it's more pretty. Of the Nick that I want. It's 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 cheesy. I, oh, I, oh, really? I, and I mean, I appreciate a cheesy joke. Hey, Pat, this is the kettle. <laughs> You're black. You're black. I'm just jealous of Nick's joke. I say, bring really. on the dad jokes. Bring on the dad bod. Bring Nick does not have jokes. a dad bod, no, though. Doesn't. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He has a legit hot bod, He's got a hot... not a lame dad bod. Hot bod. Hot bod. <laughs> well, it's all that training that he did in Finland <laughs> that really got him in good shape. Um, Nick uh, tells Rachel that quote: "The only way to make this thing work is to get out of your head." Uh, like you know how to make it work, Nick. This is right. like your sixth time on the show, and you're still not making it work yeah you have a lot of advice about how to make this work i've been told that the way to make this work is to get out of your head yeah nice nick um and so let's see what they they have a long conversation where uh nick tells her to have the strength to be a little bit of a mess sometimes Mm -hmm. and then uh she tells him that she's falling in love with him yeah uh an important moment, however, what I noticed in that scene is that Nick is wearing both a mock turtleneck sweater with another turtleneck layered underneath it. <laughs> Your neck really can't be warm enough it's in Finland. It's very important. That's the problem. Is it's like DJ Tanner's kind of style. You've got to double up those turtlenecks. I'm loving it. Yeah, and his turtleneck game has been on point all season. His shorts game. Well played, sir. Well done. I, I bow to you and your turtleneck game. Um, I really like that. So they get to the where they read the fantasy suite card. Mm-hmm. And I have a couple of, of comments about this. One is that Nick's big line to get the women in the fantasy suite a couple of times is, um, thoughts. <laughs> That's his line on uh, trying to sell them on the fantasy suite. Yeah. Well, I can see not wanting to fe- seem at all like you're trying to push them. Sure, like, you don't want to come on too wants, eager. Like, the girl has to be the one to be like, I'm super into it. Right. <laughs> Slut! Um, so I get why he wouldn't want to... He's not going to be the one to He's not going to press it too hard. No. Yeah. I Also, the other thing I noted is that they all really seem to like the keys... And that that seemed to be the selling point. Like, look at this ornate key. This is what really gets me yeah. ready to go we in this fantasy suite. We need to get one for our bedroom. Yeah. Ooh. Except Lila would lock us out of our That's bedroom. right. As she's done repeatedly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rachel says she feels good. She's not in her head. She's all in her heart. All in her heart. I feel confident. I feel love. Nick has completely erased all my doubt. I am so all in. And we're going to go so much deeper. So much deeper. Well, nice, what, Rachel. I don't know what that means. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what does that mean. Just emotionally deeper? I've seen... What's that Mark Wahlberg movie? Uh, Boogie Aww, Nights. Boogie Nights. Nah, Dark Diggler. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a very artistic version of pornography industry. <laughs> I know what you mean, Rachel. <laughs> We all get what you're saying. Um, I watch this show every time I watch it, although I guess it's over now. I get angrier and angrier that fucking Harrison spoiled that Rachel is the Bachelor. Right. Because, I mean, we were both saying if you got to the rose ceremony for Monday night's episode and didn't know that, like, 
absolutely I would have thought that she was the front runner. I would have pegged her to go all the way. being all weird. Right. Vanessa's being boring. Vanessa's Canadian. Right. I mean, get your head out of your ass, Nick. That's a bad idea. Well, and we'll get there. I have a couple comments before we get there, but why did he cut her? I mean, we don't know. He didn't explain. Yeah, he still hasn't explained. Yeah, we have no idea why he cut her. Um, But I do want to mention a couple things first. Most notably... Um, Rachel's penguin pajamas. Yes, with a hood. Yes, yes, very nice. I like that too because it's like she, she didn't wear the like slutty outfit for their first night well, together. Well, they're not going to the show ad- her in lingerie. Well, no, I know that, but this is totally the other direction, which I like. I think it's cute and adorable. The yeah. penguin pajamas. I mean, I'm pretty sure she wore something racy and then slipped into some penguin PJs. <laughs> we don't know. Maybe she did wear the, the waddle, penguin waddle, PJs. Waddle through the ice and snow. <laughs> so I guess that's a children's song about penguins waddling where they want to go. Oh, when they want to go faster. You know just what to do. Plop down on their bellies and they slide to somewhere new. People wanted the whole thing. That song is about Nick. <laughs> Plopping down on his belly. Sliding to some somebody oh, new. Something new. Sliding to Vanessa. Um yeah, I mean, just before we exit Rachel, uh, I do want to say I agree with you. I thought I would have pegged her as the number one you know, uh slot. So fucking thanks a lot, Harrison. Yeah. Well and what the fuck? I mean, I'm glad that we have her as the Bachelorette. Yeah. And I also noted She that deserves better she, than yeah, Nick. Yeah, she does. She deserves better than Nick. She deserves, hopefully, a good season on the Bachelorette. And I'm also going to say, she's, in general, the least mockable person here. Oh, yeah. She's genuine. She's, right. like, she's actually smart. funny. Yeah, exactly. She seems to be talented mm-hmm. and... And so I actually think that's going to make our job kind of hard for this podcast. No, Hopefully, you know what that means is that they're going to choose guys that are just terrible. Right. We, we're hoping that there's going to be a lot of idiots because otherwise there's, it's going to be tough for us mm-hmm. to make fun of this show. I think that they'll they'll, <clears throat> they'll come through, through for that. us. Yeah, so, they yeah. Can do it. I'm not too worried. Um. All right. So moving on from Rachel, let's go to Canada. <laughs> oh, Canada. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what happened in the fantasy suite. You oh. should have saved. Okay, okay. really? Yeah. No, keep really. going. Keep no, going. No, now I'm done. I already got in trouble for the semen joke. Too much. That's your orgasm. Oh, Canada. I'll, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, yeah, that's that's my noise. All right. Let's get back on track. Yeah, let's here. get Ladies back on track. I mean, the first note that I have is that Nick is wearing all gray, and then in very in all caps, I have and very tight pants. Very tight pants. Super tight. Tight, tight, tight. Yeah. Nobody's getting pregnant on that fantasy suite after um, those tight pants. <laughs> <laughs> he said that he had a great hometown with Vanessa, but it was more on the serious side. Yeah, that's because Vanessa's a bore. Vanessa is on the serious side. News All the time. Um, yeah, Vanessa's super serious. I don't know. I mean, we've said it. If I've said it once, I've right. said it I don't know how times. to say it anymore. I don't see them together. Right. Though they say that they're too similar. They're so similar. They I don't see this. Two peas. Two peas in a cold pod. I don't understand why they're so... Maybe we're just not seeing a lot of this relationship play out, but I don't peg them as being super similar. No, I mean, I get what they're saying. Um, I don't think that we necessarily see this quite as much on the show, but 
Because some of the things that they said they had in common are being stubborn. I can see that with sure. both of them. But the, one of the big points was that she's very traditional for some reason that we don't quite understand. And Nick is not traditional at the all. The traditional thing mostly seemed to be rooted in the fact that she eats lunch, dinner, dinner or with, lunch her with her family on Sundays. Once a week, yeah. Uh, very traditional. Something she's not willing to compromise on. Core also. values. Uh-oh. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know, because Nick also is just like, I'm not traditional, but then can't give a single specific reason why not. Right, why he's not traditional or why Vanessa is. Yeah, and then, yeah, there's just, it's an awkward conversation. They, um, when we skipped this whole bit, they jump in this cold bath. They're both wearing blue versions of the Baywatch suits. Nick's, again, is very tight. Like, Super tight. It's like he it was spray painted on, basically. <laughs> he poured himself into this. It's not quite a speedo, but it's not certainly not a regular swimsuit. Um, so yeah, I mean you want to explain what the date was? Sure. They have to jump in this cold bath out outside. We, and then go you ahead. say what it reminded us of? One, two. I don't know what it reminded us <laughs> of. <laughs> oh yes, I do know what it reminded us of. Cryotherapy. Cryotherapy. We recently experienced Guys, cryotherapy. Guys, how wacky we are. This is crazy. It's a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> really keeping uh, things interesting and fresh. Yeah, we went to uh, cryotherapy with Shreveport, Louisiana. Anna's parents. If you're ever there, you're going to want to check it out. Yeah, you're going to want to do it. You get locked into a... Uh, like a cylinder. A freezing cold chamber. Mm-hmm. Your head is sticking above the, what, yes, is it, it liquid is. nitrogen? You're naked underneath. Yes, and it just sprays you for three minutes. And it has some sort of purported positive effect that I did not experience We're and not don't sure understand. Yeah. yeah, But it's supposed to be good for you. Yeah, my parents swear that it is, and yeah. they know. <laughs> they would know. They know. So, yeah, that is what, and we had to endure that for three minutes. So, so I felt they're like. they're like the finished version of that. Yeah. They're jumping in, freezing cold water and then running back to the running to the sauna sauna and vanessa takes to it right away yeah no no doubt canadian yeah yeah in fact i was surprised that she didn't like it the first time she did not care for it and then she totally comes around on it she says it was a lot easier than she thought and it's so fun i mean i'm surprised that vanessa just doesn't take a bath in this temperature (laughs) water i mean that's how they live up in canada and also of course you think that jumping in cold water is fun vanessa <laughs> Nick, a weak American, yes, is on the other hand complaining about how much it hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. Um, they do have the uh, America v Canada. Talk. Yes, they do. Whoa. Finally. Get back, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> this is not what we need in these troubled times. Yeah. This kind of fractured relationship between Trump's America take and you Canada. To <laughs> Build a wall between America and Canada now. Um, Nick says not to sound because so uh, we should preface this by saying they do enter into some pretty serious discussion of. They're finally acknowledging right. the fact that they live in different countries. In different countries. And yeah. that that might make a relationship difficult when they don't know where to go. Um, Vanessa asks him, because they're talking about different things that they're not willing to compromise on. Right. Vanessa asks if moving is optional. And Nick says, not to sound corny, but I'm really proud to be an American. And I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died who gave that right to me. And I gladly 
her still today Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land I think this was filmed before the election. <laughs> Maybe I, so, I really, yeah. I actually do think yeah. that it was. Because otherwise you feel like something would come up. But, um... Yeah, and then he also says he just cannot picture himself, or never pictured himself moving to Canada. And Vanessa replies, and I'm proud to be Canadian, eh? 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 <laughs> and then she takes out some maple syrup and drinks it straight she from the bottle. She it right all over her body. <laughs> <laughs> sort of the, her version of the Corinne move. Yeah. Well, take, take it off my boob. <laughs> she puts it, it's she, so sticky. She lays a strip of Canadian bacon. <laughs> That ham, yeah, some ham, and then because Canadian bacon—that's not actual bacon. But it's called Canadian bacon. I understand that. I just don't know if they eat that with syrup in a strip. In a strip, yeah, maybe well, so. We need to get Vanessa on the show. I'm sorry, I don't give a shit because I'm American as fuck. <laughs> Proud to be American, yo. We're right with you, Nick. Hashtag it's Team America. It's a great time to be an American. <laughs> Everyone is very proud right now. <laughs> Which feel- of our presidents committed treason? The last one or this one? We don't know. I feel really good about it. <laughs> Nick, go to Canada. Yeah, get out of here. They have a president who does push-ups on the edge of his desk oh he is quite good looking prime minister yeah still i misspoke all right vanessa says that in her mind being engaged is like being married and she only wants to do it once i would turn down nick's proposal in a couple of weeks then vanessa because your track record is not good yeah she also i'll mention another thing Mm -hmm. she claims to be impulsive Hmm. I did not, I have not seen any impulsive behavior. No, I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't put that on her. Yeah, she she claims that they are both impulsive, but uh I don't know. We'll see. Vanessa and Nick both kind of, well well Nick I guess especially acknowledges that their relationship has the potential for more conflict, but that if it worked out well, it could be the most passionate of all the relationships. Could be. Could so be. It's, it's seems- hot and cold. Just like mm. the metaphor. Oh, I was going to say just like the Katy Perry song. <laughs> like that, too. Again, I, I guess if you're just looking at the different dates, he does seem invested in Vanessa. Mm-hmm. She just seems to have a lot of doubts. She does. And you get that in the preview for next week, yeah, too. Yeah, she's unhappy that he's still in these other relationships. And I understand that. <laughs> that is a perfectly reasonable yes, reaction to this whole situation. All right, we get to the rose ceremony. Adios, Rachel. Yeah. For, again, for no clear reason. No clear reason, which I can only assume means that she's bad in bed. (laughs) She just, she didn't take those penguin jams off the whole time. You think that she wore something sexy? She didn't. She didn't. She wore penguin penguin pajamas. Yeah. The whole time. Some people are super into that, so whatever. <laughs> they like that. She actually wore a penguin suit. <laughs> kind of like Alexis's She's shark a furry. suit. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the problem. That's a, that's it's her, deal breaker, it's her deep, dark secret. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll also mention uh, Good Job Lapland Hotels for being uh, the place where Nick gets to bone all these women. If you're in Finland, stay in Lapland Hotels. And we want to give a shout out to Sugar Bear Vitamins. <laughs> Make your hair so shiny and beautiful. Also, just dessert. You just eat them by the hand. <laughs> yeah, they're great. Give them to your kids. Yeah. <laughs> and we want to give a shout out to, hey, what the fuck, Casper Mattresses. <laughs> we love you. Thank you for sponsoring our show preemptively. I want to give a shout out to God. I can feel you in this podcast <laughs> Hey, <tonight>. JC. <laughs> My boy JC. Um, 
All right, you ready to segue to the women's Sure, towel? seamlessly, as promised. Yeah. Seamless segue. So the women tell all. Whoa. I guess. I mean, one of the things (laughs) that I noted was the problem with the women tell all is I'm tired of these conflicts. Like, I don't want to hear more about Corinne and Taylor. Like, I'm done with them. But that's not always what happens. Like, um, we've often compared Corinne and Taylor to Ashley I and... Damn it, I can never remember her name. Who was the smart girl on that season? Um, the smart one. Well, it's yeah. a terrible cross to bear. K, K, what was it? Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. All right, hang on. Hang on, guys. I got to do some Googling. Everyone's enjoying Kelsey, the sound of Kelsey. this Googling. Well, right I'm here. sorry. And I'll be really quiet like you. <laughs> I'm a very quiet typer. Just with a, a typer stealthy, and everything. Stealthy typer. Every, really I'm a ninja it. around the house. Yeah. You never know where I am. Shutting the microwave door? Guys, you wouldn't even hear it. Silent. You wouldn't even know that I was microwaving something really loud in the Uh, middle of the night. We're going to turn this podcast into just a podcast about our marriage. Right. Just different complaints that we have. Yeah. (laughs) Where we each bring... It's going to be Anna and Ryan tell all. (laughs) Um, Ashley, I, and Kelsey, they are whom I have often compared Corinne and Taylor to. Same dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelsey thought she was much smarter than Ashley I. Um, and I feel like they actually, from what I can recall in the women tell all, like Kelsey cried and apologized. Okay. So I feel like the reason why this one was so boring was because, you know, one of them said, one of the other girls said, you're both just too stubborn and prideful to like apologize to each other and i think that's true right um and it just it didn't lead they're both assholes right they they just both seem terrible and we just didn't get any like insight on the conflict because what the women tell all is for is to give us like sort of the behind the scenes this happened then this happened but it was just sort of like a she said she said of like i i didn't say anything badly about you i didn't say anything bad about you blah 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 yeah um you know i just i didn't find this woman actually the person that's shown i thought a little bit more was christina we'll get to that um <clears throat> she's all a, part of her master plan all part of the charade We're on to you christina she actually is already dating paul manafort Ugh. I don't know who that is. That's one of Trump's advisors that's supposed to be linked to the Russians. I believe he oh. f- fomented like a rebellion in the like the Balkans or something. Oh no! <laughs> <clears throat> I'm about sixty percent sure that that fact is accurate. That but let's spread <laughs> oh, <laughs> moose and squirrel. Um. All right. Let's start at the beginning, though. They, uh, Nick and Chris Harrison interrupt some bachelor viewing party. Oh, yeah. Uh, guys, we're right here. We live in Alabama. I would Fly give over. that address, except Ryan won't let me. It's what true. What the fuck? Come, well, come watch with us. Come to our house, because how it goes come down. Come live with us. What our, par- what our party is, is Anna comes home from work a little bit after the show starts. Kind of tired. We eat some leftover soup, <laughs> and we watch the show and take notes quietly. It's crazy. It's, it's a wild, fun. wild party. Crazy. You will love it, Nick. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, these parties are really going a whole lot more all out. Yeah, one woman is wearing a shark suit. Yes. They have pictures of Nick, some of which he says he's never seen. <laughs> this was taken in your bedroom, Nick. <laughs> well, and they have like cardboard cutouts of him shirtless. 
Yeah. And I think it was just... I, I want that. I know. I'll get you that for your birthday, baby. I know you want that. <laughs> um, well, and I know they just it's just the editing, but they made it seem like more than one house had a cardboard cutout of him shirtless. I think it they was just like do. cutting I back and forth. I want that for my office. Yeah, I'll get you that. That's that appropriate. students comfortable. Oh, yeah. They Come would love in. it. Yeah, welcome. Hey. Come on. You want a rose? Here, <laughs> Here you go. Feel Come better about yourself. You. you didn't do so well on your paper. Here, this guy got rejected a bunch of times, too. Yeah. You can bounce back. Nick is going to become a symbol for me of resilience. Yeah. Um. You know who else is having a bachelor viewing party? Who? The Backstreet motherfucking boys. <laughs> right, because I'm sure they do that all the time and that wasn't set Don't up. Don't ruin the illusion. The illusion. Every week they're sitting in a warehouse in a jet hanger and watching um, they might The Bachelor. Be. They could You're be. You're being an asshole. They sing a song called <clears throat> Emotional Intelligence. I actually thought that that was one of Harrison's better jokes. Yeah. He makes a joke that their next album should be called Emotional Intelligence. I want it to be emotional, the letter N, intelligence. Oh, nice. That, if it were an in-sync album, I feel like oh, that oh, would wait, be perfect. Oh, wait, no, 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 listen. Okay. Emotional, the letter N, telegence, but G-E-N-T-S. Oh, gents. There it is. Yes. That's, a, that's very complicated, but it's going to work, I no, think. No, it'll work. And they, yeah, they freestyle a little song about emotional intelligence. Yeah. It's, yeah. Emotional. <laughs> Emotional intelligence. See, we could do this. I could be in the back. Jojo, <laughs> your booty is so smooth. Bring back the Jojo song. Jojo, <laughs> where'd you go? You've been on a date and we've been missing you at all. Hashtag bring back the JoJo song. <laughs> so yeah, they go. They go to a sorority um, yeah, house. I feel the like they lose the girls their mind. Make him twerk. Yes. You fucking know that Nick at least got a BJ from some of those girls. Oh yeah. Totally. 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 <laughs> and also, all in the. I'm fifth... gonna act like I know what a BJ is. Uh, I think that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you like you grab a woman's breast and it's. And you, you feel it, and it feels like a bag of sand. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Um, um, well, also, you, so this is a two-hour show. They drove all the way around Los Angeles. I mean, those scenes are not close to each other. So they must have spent like ten minutes that? because they had all the cities. I mean, there's no. They were not like adjacent like i don't i think that it would take you like an hour of driving at least for this an hour get... of driving at least well what, that's what i'm saying is it's two hours of I mean, show who cares so, uh, uh, all Nick i'm saying is Finland. all i'm saying is they probably weren't at these parties for very long well long enough to slow dance with some 19 year old sorority girls right and totally that's really all you need nick by the way if you did choose vanessa get ready to explain that one <laughs> she's gonna love that yeah. um then we bring out the ladies let's see there's a lot of discussion about corinne and taylor so you can just jump right yeah, in yeah sure uh interestingly most of it did not seem to center around corinne or Taylor name-calling, um, the issues that seem to be so big in the episodes of Corinne stealing Nick away multiple times. Mm-hmm. Didn't um, really come up. Revealing her breasts multiple times. That actually did come up Well, I'll tell you bit. what came up a lot fucking more. What? Naps. Naps, yeah. They're, 
Like, I have never heard such uh, angry dialogue regarding <laughs> Such naps. fury over naps. And, and someone even says, um, maybe this was Jasmine... It had nothing to do with you taking your top off. It was the whole napping thing. <laughs> babies take naps. Yeah, I did enjoy that babies take naps line. They're just, at one point, everybody's going back and forth. Did you take a nap? <laughs> you took a nap. Taylor, I know you like you liked a nap. <laughs> Are you still a cop? No! No! Swear on your mother's grave, you're still not a cop! I am not a fucking cop! So, yeah, they, um, they're very mad about the naps. They're uh, somewhat annoyed about Raquel. Uh, well, I and don't her being know, entitled. Because I feel like um, Corinne kind of explained that well, actually, when she said, you know, that she didn't want to call Raquel a housekeeper or a maid. That she's so much more than that. That Raquel was there with her when her mom was diagnosed with ovarian cancer. Right. And I mean, I I understand. I think that it came out wrong when she said that she has a nanny. Nanny is a poor choice of words. We just don't have a word in our language for what Raquel is. That's the bottom line. Soulmate. Spirit guide. Elizabeth also calls Corinne, says that when with Corinne napping that she was a slob kebab. Slob kebab. You're acting like drunk slob kebabs. Let's see. We interview Liz. Oh my god. We know that you slept with Nick. Let's at hear about Jade it again. Tanner's wedding. Tell us more about it, Liz. Yeah, please. Can you tell yeah, me? Yeah, I'm fascinated. Let's I feel like hear about all I had it. to do was look at Liz and be fucking annoyed with her all over again. Although she does seem to be. Um, I mean, she gets up there and she at first says Nick Nick was a band aid. She wasn't ready for him when they first met and. You know, she goes through that whole thing. And then, I mean, you know, I hate to um, repeat our comments from last week, but I feel like a lot of them were making very, like, girl power. Sure, yeah, it was super girl power. She yeah. said, um, you should never be ashamed of what you do with your sexuality. That is your choice. It's a far cry from what we heard when Caitlin chose to <gasps> sleep with Nick right. before the <laughs> fantasy suites. No, that is a great point. I will point out that um, the audience gave that mild applause, <laughs> that line. <laughs> but the girls were really cheering sure. on. No, and the girls actually, there were some, some infighting, but overall the girls seemed to be very supportive of each other. And, st- and there were several of those moments of like not tearing women down. Liz makes a point later that in these troubled times, especially, we shouldn't yes. be tearing women down but building them up. I think Liz is kind of making a play for some sort of like uh, motivational, motivational speaker, speaker gig. Yeah. yeah, like she's. Please welcome to Jefferson High School the girl that slept with Nick at Jaden and Tanner's <laughs> wedding, Liz. Um. All right, we go a little bit more into Taylor and Corinne again. Yeah, blah, blah, Um, the emotional intelligence thing. Well, I just want to note that there was a clip of Taylor saying that Nick liked her because of her brain, and they cut to Josephine doing, like, a super Liz Lemon-style eye roll. Jack, I want you to pay close attention to the following over-the-top eye roll. Oh, brother. I feel like Josephine was incredibly outspoken on the women tell-all about 
standing up to Taylor and saying that Taylor had bullied Corinne. Yeah. No, Josephine is a Corinne apologist. I mean, we noticed that even in the show. Side note, nice lipstick. <laughs> right. Hey, the craft called. Oh. Oh, snap. Shit. Oh, take that. Um... Yeah, I mean, Corinne and Taylor continue to just go back and forth. I think Whitney really nails it when she says that they're both condescending in their own way. Yes. You're right, Whitney. Yes, it's true. I will say, so I'm not, I do not have a master's degree in psychology, Mm. but my understanding is that emotional intelligence, like, is a real term. And is a real thing. And I feel like they were act. everyone is acting They're like, like... throwing it in Taylor's face. Right. Acting like she, like, invented it. Right, like that yeah. it's a made-up jargon term. I People were wearing t-shirts that said right. emotional intelligence. I just, I feel like if you... So some people out there, I'm sure some of our listeners are academics who study emotional intelligence. And I'm sorry that your field has been dragged through this mud. Well, and I mean, point taken when they were saying, like... Uh, Taylor, you're a you're a therapist. You shouldn't have been acting like this. Like you're not on that show doing your job. Sure, you know. Yeah, you're you're not supposed to be. I don't go into the classroom and talk like this. I mean, I kind of do, but <laughs> I keep it real with the kids. <laughs> I I, I don't think it's truth. fair to say that Taylor was like betraying her role as a therapist because she wasn't super sweet to Corinne. Do I think Taylor was probably a bitch? Absolutely. Right. Does she have that right? Yeah, she does. Who well, cares? And I will say, you know, having just defended the concept of emotional intelligence, she was being kind of annoying about using this particular jargon. It's like someone who just learned a term and is very excited to throw sure. it around. Yes. She sounded more like an undergraduate <sighs> psych major. Yes, that's right. Um, Corinne gets in the hot seat and... Uh, Chris Harrison calls her, quote, the most controversial woman of all time. Yes, it's true. Step aside, Hillary Clinton. (laughs) Right. You and your emails? Yeah, right. Corinne takes naps. Step aside, Joan of Arc. Yeah. (laughs) Mary Magdalene, we're going to need you to sit the fuck down. (laughs) Never mind Ayn Rand. We've got Corinne here. Oh, oh man oh, oh also Harrison. i do i want to mention a couple of quick things taylor was very concerned about the impact that corinne had had on her career that well, uh which actually i mean we talked about this earlier and like this is actually why it's a bad idea you know i could see if you were evan and you run a boner clinic <laughs> why going on the bachelor would be great for your business evan the dictator <laughs> I, I mean, I think that was a great career move, but for a psychologist, like, oh, I want the psychologist who was kind of a bitch on The Bachelor. Yeah. Call her up. Yeah. You know, it just wasn't career-wise. It well, wasn't a very good move. I think it would have been fine if she had been, you know, nondescript and kind of pleasant on uh-huh. the show. But if, if you she go would have been on a the different show person. and you're a bitch, yeah. it comes back to bite you. Yeah. I've wondered about that with Chad. Like, what his real estate... Because I could see some people so being like, I want to get that asshole from The Bachelor. Yeah. At, and other people being like, I don't want... This Remember guy's going to kill me. we called him up to to buy a luxury estate in Tulsa. Yeah. It was uh, $40,000. Yeah. It was too much. <laughs> it's 8,000 square it's feet. too much. <laughs> um, uh, just one final note on Corinne. She confirms what you've been arguing vehemently this entire season... Folks, it's cheese pasta. Cheese pasta. And she gave it to the audience. You know that I was doing that just to annoy you, though. I can't imagine you ever doing anything just to annoy me. Hashtag cheesy pasta. (laughs) Cheesy pasta for life. Um, And what, what was Raquel in the back, like, stirring vats 
of cheese pasta for the whole Perhaps. crew. Yeah, I assume. I thought they were going to bring Raquel, Raquel out. Raquel might have been in the cheese pasta. <laughs> Some of the, the noodles fell out, help me. <laughs> Thinly veiled cry for help from the audience. Um, you want to move on to Christina? More than anything. Who says that she doesn't usually get vulnerable. Y'all ready for my Russian accent? Let's hear it. We've been missing it the last couple of weeks. Uh, from a young age, I didn't have anyone. I built up this wall of don't let anyone get too close to me. You know what that sounds like to me? What? A fucking spy. <laughs> it's true. I mean, Christina is is essentially a Bond girl. Yeah, she, Liz says she's beautiful and elegant. Uh, yeah, because she's a spy. You have to be beautiful and elegant to be a spy. This is the rule of the KGB. <laughs> she's wearing red. And she has to explain to Chris Harrison that she's wearing red because she's like, my life is colorful now. I'm wearing red. Uh, and he like he doesn't he's, get uh, yeah. is American is it not? <laughs> no, Christina, it's not. It's the red scare all over again. That's Am right. I right. You are right. Yeah. Preach. Uh, we're on to you, Christina. Right. We That's know what's going on when here. When she says that, sh- she says uh, I've been contacted by some of the um, the kids who live in the orphanage. Right, Jeff uh, Sessions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Flynn. <laughs> What are the odds that Christina was the Russian ambassador that Sessions met with? A 100% probability. I guarantee it. Hang on. Hang on. I just fact-checked it. That is actually confirmed. Yeah. I I read that online. Yeah. On a a site, a website that that itself (laughs) comes out of Russia. I read it on the internet. (laughs) Um, All right. I mean, you know, Christina does seem... Well, so a couple of them, Christina and Danielle both, um, and this is skipping a little ahead for Danielle, but I think we can lump them together because they both say that they're still confused. Right. Uh, Christina kind of demands, she even breaks it down so specifically as to say, like, say yes or no. I mean, she basically interrogates him. These are tactics that she learned in the KGB. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised that she doesn't, like, wrap piano wire around his neck and, like, say yes or no. We were having chemistry on our one-on-one. Yes. <laughs> we had conversations. Now she's German. Oh, um, yeah, where are we at? Where are we at? Where are I don't know. Christina, yeah. her life is... It's also, like, a ton of Russia bashing in this yes just like you can't get opportunities in russia like i don't russia is a pretty big country i mean i'm not i'm no fan of putin or anything but i'm guessing of what is it you're no fan of putin but you're a fan of pooting Ooh, ooh, you got me (laughs) just like uh what did we see corinne and taylor both let one rip in the bloopers yeah right you think that someone was like harrison was behind the scenes like It was right behind camera. It did sound very whoopee cushion esque. Yeah, it was not totally believable. I'm sorry. If you're on a national television show and you know that your mic is on and you're being filmed all the time, like you're not just gonna you're gonna go silent but deadly (laughs) on that. Oh, you mean crop dusting all (laughs) all over that mansion? Um, No, you're right. I mean, there were multiple times when. Uh, it was very pro-America. Harrison says uh, 
it, when he introduces the blooper reel that it's something that we all need right now. It is something we need right now. In these troubled times, I feel better about the state of American politics after seeing those bugs fly at those women's faces. Yeah. What? So what else happens? Nick comes back out. Nick admits that it's his first tell-all because he has always been in second place and the second place contestant doesn't go. And Harrison kind of razzes him a little bit. Ooh, yeah. Oh, they have a playful, this brotherly relationship. Oh, it's razzmatazz time. <laughs> um, Nick is at the Razzies. One of the girls, now I can't remember her name, uh, but she and also Alexis question whether or not they were in the friend zone. Oh, yeah. Yep. Nick confirms that, in fact, they were. Um, he also tells Alexis that his mom is dying to meet her. Alexis says a couple of different times that she was, in fact, a dolphin, not mm-hmm. a shark. She admits it. So we got the truth about something. There's also a shark in the audience. Yes. I love it. That's what forced her, Alexis's hand. Was to see the costume of someone else and be like, yeah, that has gills mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, I mean, let's see. Kristen asks him, she says she wants to know if he found love beyond the love that he felt with Andy and Caitlin. To which Nick says, uh, to be continued. Yeah, that's The Bachelor's favorite trick these days. Mm-hmm. I did like, too, I think maybe it was Kristen or somebody asked, why did you reject the qualities you were looking for? That was for? Dominique. Dominique, Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, and that was that's a fair question. We've asked that yeah, before. It does seem like he did that. Well, and again, some of his... And I know in the moment there's all kinds of intangible things and it's hard to explain, but he does... I mean, with Christina and Rachel and a few others, Danielle, whatever Danielle... M. M. <clears throat> was the Danielle that would ask the question. Why did she turn around and wave her ass when they were introducing her? I missed that. Danielle M. No, you didn't because you were like, well, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> that is what I oh god and then I was wearing a tie and I loosened it who was wearing the white jumpsuit when they are like Daniel M she jumped up and oh right and like, well wait that, that's the one whose fiance died yeah oh, okay I think I thought that was the other Daniel well it sounds like that ass shaking had a real impact on me at the time and then immediately <laughs> was forgotten so, yeah, I don't know what happened or why Danielle L. was uh, was twerking. Maybe she saw Nick uh, do it at the bachelor parties. Perhaps. And, uh, was inspired to do the same. Uh, Rachel gets brought out. Yeah. Um, she's excited to be the bachelorette. She and, says... Go ahead. Well, she's excited to be the first black bachelorette. But she also says, and I thought this was a good quote, I don't want that to be the focus of my journey, but I'm happy to acknowledge it. Right. She really is very good at kind of walking this line mm-hmm. just yeah. right. Like um, not not ignoring the race card, but also mm-hmm. not... Not know. building mm-hmm. it up, right? And I think that they have figured out that that's kind of probably what they need to do to make... I'll be interested to see larger. the ratio of white guys to black guys in her pool. <clears throat> well, I, uh, I it will be interesting to see that. The other thing <clears throat> that I'm going to be really interested to see, and this is sort of moving into the bachelorette territory... Um, so we're getting ahead of ourselves, but I read this article once about, um, like how annoying about Heidegger. Yes. Uh, the (laughs) dwelling and and the fourfold, um, (laughs) and emotional intelligence uh, just random jargon. Um, it's about, uh, how annoying black women find it to date online. Mm. And that one of the annoying things is that when they go out on dates, the white guys always like insert some moment of like, I'm super down. Let's just be like. 
They're I, like the dad on Get Out. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like, they'll just, they'll be like, I love FYI, Drake. I voted for Obama. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I voted for, or like, I love Drake. I love uh, Kendrick Lamar. Like, even if the girl has not brought up Kendrick Lamar or, or Obama or whatever, like, they just try to slide that in. So mm-hmm. we'll see if that kind of thing uh, happens on The Bachelor. I'm going to be looking for that. Mm-hmm. What are the odds that we do get a type of get-out scenario where Rachel has to go home to a Caucasian family that's super racist? Oh, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that angle. Obviously... Mm-hmm. Smile, spoiler alert, uh, what happened on Get Out will not happen to Rachel, hopefully. But um, that will be interesting, actually, because that's sort of the inverse of Nick going home to to Rachel's family, Mm -hmm. which, and and as we noted before, they didn't shy away from the race angle, but also didn't, you know, it wasn't, I didn't find that it was super awkward. Yeah, no. Oh, we'll get to see that brother again, the brother-in-law. Fat Nick. Oh, Fat Nick. Fat yeah, Nick's going to be all Nick. over this one. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Fat Nick, tweet us. We'll have you on the <laughs> At show. At Fat Nick. <laughs> <laughs> we will call you Fat Nick the whole time. Also, We're not that fat. Buddy. Yeah. No, you're only fat compared to Bachelor Nick. Right. I mean, Bachelor Nick, as they pointed out in the sorority, is so hot in person and has so such great hot. abs. He's so tall, guys. So tall. And they, someone got in a crack about his hair being adding a little height as well um rachel says she wants a guy who is secure and confident a guy who makes her laugh don't we all girlfriend (laughs) some people like in are lucky enough to find someone that makes them laugh every day every day with semen jokes (laughs) i did like that she acknowledged that she's super cheesy Mm -hmm. which i like too again i think she we we guessed this about nick and it didn't turn out to be the case necessarily but she doesn't seem like she's going to take herself too seriously yeah rachel we love you honestly i find myself liking the people that they choose to be bachelorette usually much more than the bachelors Mm -hmm. who are i mean nick doesn't quite fit this but you know a lot of times they just go for the like kindall cheesy right very vanilla yeah yeah i feel like they interestingly seem to take more risks with the bachelorette that is interesting and it seems like the bachelorettes are allowed to have more personality sometimes which is again kind of surprising given what you would expect of the gender stereotypes yeah that's all we got y'all that's pretty much it no i don't really have anything else so uh join us next week so you're predicting vanessa that's my prediction but I don't, I'm feeling I'm feeling skunky about this whole thing. Oh, it's squirrely. Oh, it's something something ain't right. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, it's, they may throw us a curveball. I'm at the thinking very end. we're gonna get some sort of a curveball. He he marries them both. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Raven ends up actually being Raven Simone. <laughs> it's the biggest curveball of all. Yeah. All right, well, we, whatever happens, gang, we'll be here to discuss it with you. So uh, we'll talk soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>